Chicago Rebuild. We haven't been here in a while. It's uh, it's been a little bit it has. since we've done it, but let's do busy. some introductions. So I am Logan Bradley. I'm here with Alex Moss, who is my usual co-host. It's been a couple of months since we've done an episode, and we have a a special guest today, but one who's been on the pod before and uh, could possibly be in it in the future as we're, we're trying to maybe do bi-weekly episodes of this, but John Eli. Hey guys, uh, yeah, we, we are currently a couple of cocktails deep into a football Sunday after a Big Bears win. How it could you a, not be? I mean, I feel drunk on life right now, <laughs> high on life, whatever you want to, whatever euphemism cliche you want to say. It doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I'm on it because so. of the Bears game. Exactly. So five and three Bears get that we played the Bills mm-hmm. today. What was it? Forty-one to nine. Forty-one to nine. Yeah, it may 40, as well be one to nine. nine. I may as well be one hundred nine. All right, so let's just go around. I mean, Alex, I know that you haven't seen the game yet. So no, let's I watched it. Oh, you I watched, watched it? the first half and enough of the third quarter. Okay. So do you have a, just bit. any any general thoughts? We did today? what a good team does to a bad team, which is take care of business. So we went on the road. I don't care, you know, who you're playing in the NFL. If you go on the road, you beat them. That's a good win. Mm-hmm. You go on the road and you kick the crap out of a team. That's a great win. But the defense obviously looked dominant, and there's not a lot more you can say. But they did it without Mac. Like if Mac were playing, I think that game would have been even worse. All right. Well, uh, a impressed. devil's advocate here, Alex. Yeah. Obviously. We were all a little tentative to see if this would have been a close game. However, are you a little worried about Bears teams in the past that beat up on bums and then lose to good teams as we did to the Patriots? Even though it was a close game, we didn't get blown out. But we've lost to the Patriots, Packers, and well, Dolphins. I, I, I think that was just a classic fumble. But uh, Yeah, trap no game. No pun intended. Right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but are you a little worried that it is still the same Bears team? No, because I I don't think we're going it's to be it's a contend, like an actual title contender yet. I think we're about a year or two off of being a team that's like, you know, I, I think about that Seahawks team that with the Legion of Boom. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm pleased to see that we're not losing those games, which we have been for the last few yeah, years. Yeah, like, I'll take a, a game against the Dolphins where you lose, obviously, like, you don't want that to happen, yeah. and now you look back and you're like, "Oh, could be six and two, or we could be seven and one with the Packers game." But at the same time, you know, like old Bears teams are not going to be five and three right now at no. this point. No. And again, we, I, I've talked about it. Not a, maybe not on this, but I'm a, I'm a Trubisky supporter in the fact mm-hmm. that he's started like if you think about across his college career and across his now pro career, he's probably started like. Maybe 30 games yeah. across yeah. those and two. And in your defense, which, he made some very good throws He made some good and throws And on today, third yeah. down. Yeah, sure exactly. Did. That's that's the biggest thing. And But one, if we're playing, you know, for me specifically, playing devil's advocate because I am all for Trubisky, I realize mm-hmm. that he makes mistakes. And there was one point right at the beginning of the game today, I think it was either the first or second possession we were mm-hmm. watching, he rolls out on third and five. And it was one of those plays where... 
as somebody who you know never played the game of football, it's easier to watch a guy, a quarterback, roll out and be like, throw the ball, throw throw it out of bounds, throw it out of bounds. But he he had good protection, but receivers weren't getting open, and you could just see his eyes scanning down the field. And he, you, even watching on TV, you could yeah. see his eyes said, "There's nobody." Yeah, open. he's almost and he held onto the ball too too apt to make a big play downfield. He's trying too hard almost, right? I mean, whatever. I would agree with that. I'll I'm re- not as sold on Trubisky as. <clears throat> some others in this group. I'll wear it. I'll wear it. I'm wearing his jersey right now. I know you are. I know you are. I think, I hope he does not lose us as many games as the defense wins us. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I hope he isn't a guy that when it does come down to like crunch time, he does try to make that play that is a stupid play and throws the pick six or throw or fumbles, you know, he tries to roll out. He doesn't see somebody. I don't know. We'll see. I just, I still think he's inconsistent. Obviously that comes with lack of experience. You mentioned the amount of starting games. He started anyway. I, uh, I just, I don't know if he's good enough to win us a game, especially right now. I just hope he doesn't lose us games. All right. So to get on track here, let's do something real quick. So, Five and three, that yeah. means eight games. That means half of yep. the season right now. Yep, so yep. let's go through. Let's try to keep this sort of succinct per person. I want to sure. hear a grade for the Bears from the first eight games. All right. Who do you want to go first, Alex? No, you go first. Are we talking like, yeah, like grade, letter grade? Letter grade. to our expectations? No, no, no. Whatever it great, overall grade compared to the league Okay. Period. Okay. Just give them a grade. So what? What? Yeah, your grade. What, where? Where do they set? No uh, standards. Um, no. No. I would say they're a B plus team right now. Okay. Why? All the way around. They have an A plus defense. They have an inconsistent offense that makes a lot of mistakes. Sometimes they can't make mistakes. I think we have a young coaching staff that is learning how to coach in games, and the quarterback is obviously young, inconsistent, and sometimes can be terrible. Also, can sometimes be great. Uh, I give us a B plus. Now, as far as where I was entering this year, oh my god, triple A plus, whatever you want to say. I thought, I mean, I, I thought we were gonna be all right. Five so, and for the sake of going in clockwise order, I will go next. Yeah. You know, you can't see it. <laughs> You're listening, right. but uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go in the with middle, that. guys. <laughs> I'm Logan's in the middle. In the middle. I'm in the middle. Um, I'm going to go with an A minus just because I remember when we did do our first couple of podcasts, I remember talking about how we were talking about the schedule and we were mm-hmm. looking at it and I was saying, oh, we could rattle off a couple wins here, a couple wins there right at the beginning of the season. And we've kind of done that. And for as new and, and like, as I've, I've talked about it before, as complicated as I think this offense is probably from a player's perspective, when you're coming in the first year and right. this, all these new free agents, all these new draft picks, I think that. You know, it's gone very well. The fact that we're talking about we are super close to being 6-2 and two right now. And I know that we've had some easy games, but Trubisky, I think, is is really on the right track. And it's the fact that Khalil Mack's been gone for two games now. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup with a, a nice little touchdown for the Rams. And a we might, real time barring a two-point conversion, we might have a tie game between I the Rams and Saints. What a game. We knew this I was going to be good. All right, hold on. No, Sorry, hold this on, is a Bears. No, this on, is a Bears. No. We're talking Bears Sorry. right now. We'll, we will get to the, the landscape of the NFL. But I'm very pleased with the Bears at 5-3. and three. Yeah. We'll see uh, what it is going for. But half the season, 5-3. and three. When's the last time we saw that? I don't remember at 2010, maybe. I don't When's know. When's the last we time we've been competitive? I don't remember the last time we've been like, God, we should have won that game. Let's get to John's grade. Yeah. 
No, no, yeah, yeah I'm, and I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm not excited about this season. However, I, however, looking at the, <laughs> yes, yeah. looking at the league, uh, I, I'm going to be realistic about my grade. Logan never gave a grade, so I'm going to assume. I did. He, he gave was, a, I did. a minus. I said A minus. Oh, a minus. He said an A minus. Well, you know, yeah, don't, don't league, league wide. Like okay, that. so league wide here, I'm going to be the cynist in the group. Sure. And I'm going to sit here and say that, yes, I am overwhelmed with joy as to how much better they are. Could you say kid on Christmas morning? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I could say that. Uh, I'm going to be the no, cynist like in the group, though, here. And I'm going to sit here and say that I will give them a C-plus grade. Oh. oh. League-wide, yes. They are way better. Yeah. And they do have a top 10. Top 5 defense. Realistically, with Khalil Mack healthy, they're probably top 4 defense. I would say top 3, maybe. Maybe anyway, top anyway, 3. Yeah, right. it, yeah, no, but you're absolutely right. Uh, and I don't, I don't want to jump the gun here because we've seen so many Bear teams that do this to, this, to us in the past. Mm-hmm. But I have still seen them give up 21-point leads in the second half. I've still seen them lose to the Dolphins, who they sh- is n- they're not as good as their record. Games, Three games that they should have won, they lost. Yep. So how do we not give them a grade indicative of, yes, a 5-3 and three record, but the losses they have, yeah. a good team is a 7-1 and one team right now. Okay. Yeah. okay. I would also add, going off of your point, they have a lot more holes than I think people want to admit. Yes. Secondary. Yes. We need secondary help. I mean, the I secondary really is playing like well it. right now because yeah. of their pass rush. Right. And but I mean, the pass yes. rush, the pass the rush pass, hasn't been good. Well, you're there's right. been no Khalil Mack, and Leonard uh, Floyd has done but nothing. When, when the pass Floyd rush is been, good, he had a good game today. Floyd has okay. Floyd I, I would call the, the Packers game a fluke. I think that was a fluke, but the the, the Dolphins game was a bare loss. Yeah. Tell me that wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. All and right. I didn't think we'd have any chance against the Patriots. The fact that we did. And they yeah. still probably should. Yeah, okay, we were going to sit here and won. say we're happy uh, yeah. about a close loss to the Patriots. No, they should have won that game. Yeah, That's why I, I give them a C plus. But I got to be honest, I am happy with that. Mm-hmm. But I hear you. I, I, I'm giving them B plus so, because I think they were. So I give them, And I give them a C plus because of a game that they should have beat a nice. good team and they have not beat a good team yet. Okay. That's fair. All right, so moving forward with the Bears. Not even looking the rest of the season, but just looking next three weeks. So we are, we're at home next week against the Lions. Then we're at home against the Vikings. But then for that third game, we go on the road to Detroit for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day. Which it is. So over the next three weeks, I guess more so looking at next week, home against the Lions. What what are we thinking? What are I think with we, hopefully Mac back? I think we go three and zero the next three weeks. I'm calling it right here. Book it. I, I think we'll beat the Lions at home. Uh, I don't want to say like so, resoundingly, but I think well, we're going to beat them. So just looking at today, the Vikings handled the Lions 24-9. Sure. Stafford did next to nothing. He didn't throw any interceptions or anything like that. But with no Golden Tate, who knows? That's you know, it's obviously not the reason that they lost or anything like that. But no Golden Tate, so they don't have as many weapons. I it's It's a game that you should win. It's not... It's not a Buffalo game like where you enter today. Just, you know, earlier John and I were talking about, I think it was like two years ago we had that game against the Lions in Detroit where it was, I think we lost on a last second field goal or something like that. So Lions aren't a team that you want to overlook, but you'd think that that's a game where if Khalil Mack's back, he's feeling better after two weeks off, it should be one that we win by... It should yeah, it should it exactly. shouldn't be close, but as as a uh, one Jeff Hoffman dropped earlier today that uh, the, the Lions are a team 
that will lose to everyone mm-hmm. and can potentially beat anyone. They beat the Patriots. On, yeah, year. exactly. Yep. And it, it may you can call it early season jitters because the Patriots always start slow, but it doesn't matter because they still beat them. And yes, they have the weapons. So I still hate the idea of having to play them, especially at their place. I don't know. I think we're going to take this one, and I think we're going to go play. I think we're going to play Minnesota at home. I think we're going to beat them. I've never been that impressed with Kirk Cousins. I think that their defense could give us a hard time, but I think we'll eke out a close one there. And then, you know, I think Thanksgiving, I think we're just better than the Lions. Yeah, and I, I, do, I agree with you. I think Kirk Cousins is a choke artist. I, 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 I yeah, it's, As good of a quarterback as he probably is. Is, I he, think is, he not, is he not just like a little bit better Case Keenum? Yeah, yes. and they just paid a yeah. lot of money yes, for him. Exactly. He's definitely. Oh my God, Alvin oh, Kamara just a hurdled, uh Rams defender. He's incredible. But he no, I mean Kirk Cousins is much better than Case Keenum, but like not by enough where you. But pay he's the him same guy. Whatever. You're absolutely right. No, he's the I'm, same nobody, guy. Nobody here would would argue with you saying that he is unimpressive, no. especially in big games. It's, yeah. it's annoying to watch him. All right, so to kind of wrap up the NFL talk, I, I do want to kind of get into general uh, the league and just talking about who would be your maybe mid-season MVP or if the season were to end today, who would uh, maybe be your MVP? And, you know, I'll, I'll start off and, and maybe cheat a little bit and say mm-hmm. Todd Gurley. Not sure. that you guys can't say that, but I don't know when the last running back to win the MVP was. Maybe once I stop talking, I'll look that up. But the things that he's doing... For that team, Jared Goff's a good quarterback, but I, I really don't think that that offense is the same without the things that he's able oh, to no. do. And it would be almost fun to watch what would happen if they had another running back or if they'd use their running back. So he, I'd say Todd Gurley, just based off, you know, Rams are 8-0, that offense is clicking on all cylinders. And honestly, their their defense hasn't been what anybody expected them to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's kind of carried them. So He's been incredible. I will take another running back. And it's, well, let me preface this by saying, I think what he has done, given the expectations and given the role he's had filled, you got to put James Conner up there. I, I love that, actually. I mean, yeah, he, I, like, yes. he was a guy who came in to replace the best back in the league, maybe, you know, Gurley oh, Bell. potentially, yeah. Yeah, one one, one Probably the most B. talented running back in the league is Le'Veon They Bell. have not missed a step, and nope. in some cases have been better, because he is a better pass blocker than uh, Le'Veon Bell. It has given Rossberger more time, Juju's... Uh, Which would actually uh, question you to believe is Le'Veon Bell. So, I don't here, know. Here's, here's a quick little stat that I, you know, found on Twitter. Connor's the first player in NFL history with four games within a single season of 100-plus yards rushing and 50-plus yards receiving Le'Veon and Bell a who? touchdown. Le'Veon I mean, Bell he's, he is really good. I mean, and when you watch him, it's not like... You know, Le'Veon's style is kind is very unique yeah. in what how he does he's what so he does. Patient, yeah. He's so patient. I think it, you know it's interesting for as patient and as many hits that Le'Veon avoids, how often he gets hurt. I think that's an interesting thing to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, James Conner, like, there's no secret about what he's going to do to you. You're going to no. get he's going to get the ball. He's going to run right through you. And I love. But then if you if you if you think that's going to happen, he'll go around you too. Like yeah. he's really versatile. And having said all of that, I think the MVP is uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, so you oh, kind of cheated. Yeah. Yeah, so you kind of cheated. You, did, you, did yeah. you talked one guy, and then you went to another guy. Of course, Which, I did. you know what? It was a great deke because I was going to 
toss that name in there? And <laughs> John's, like, John's like, he mentioned <laughs> Connor. I've got Mahomes. I got a free one. And, and sure. No, you can go Mahomes. He didn't. He no, went, no, I, I didn't. said Connor. I said well, Connor. That, that, was that was gonna be my like head-to-head thing. Is it, well, first off, feeding off of what Logan just said about uh, MVPs, would you go at Gurley or would you say that MVP of that team is Sean McVay? Uh, now, if there was point. a coach, they could. You know, so early, early on, New Orleans is six of nine on third down. Um, there we else, go. There we go. That's a clear victory for New Orleans. But let's let's be serious here. Sean sure. McVay, early coach of the year candidate. If, if there was a, uh, an MVP, I I don't think. <laughs> Shout out to Miami University, same class as me, not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> there we go, baby. Sean McVay, phenomenal. There's not a whole lot that he's done. He's like, he's got the Midas touch. Yeah. However, that doesn't affect the fact that Gurley is probably probably the best running back in the league. However, I think that your NFC candidate is Drew Brees that we're watching right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's close. To I be think you're probably... That's something. Yeah. Six and that. one Saints... For a team that and they started, never was expected to be I believe be that's that six good. straight wins. That, I think and that's that they an under-the-radar team that is potentially a Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. And, and then, obviously, your AFC, it's hard not to say Patrick Mahomes. He I mean, has this been kid, so damn good. Oh, and for for somebody that it just started doing what he's doing, I mean... We're talking about somebody that went tit for tat with Tom Brady, the goat. Yeah. The, okay, I don't give a shit what anybody has to say. Yes. Nobody mm-hmm. touches Tom Brady. You don't do what he does without no. being the best of all time. Yes. And goes tit for tat with him and then has the audacity in his post-game interview to sit there and have a grin on his face and say a magician doesn't reveal all of his secrets. This no. kid is good. And I think yes. he's really... I mean, yeah. I, I think... Uh, He's got about 700 touchdowns and one interception. This year, I think so, that's you know. actually the true it statistic. It might be his actual statistic. That's his actual so, statistic. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. scoring 75 points a game. It's not a big deal. But, yeah, yeah right. so Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, my two my you know, NFC, AFC candidates. All right. We've talked enough, I think, about the NFL. We'll go quickly into the NBA. There's been some interesting things that have gone on, specifically the Warriors scoring 92 points in the first half against the Bulls. They beat the brakes off of our boys... Down at Did the anyone expect center. anything less? No, I didn't expect what happened, though. No, nobody I mean, it, it was ugly. I will say, props to the Chicago Bulls fans. Greatness. Rep- God. You're looking for recognize? Are you looking for the word recognize? Yeah, recognize greatness. Greatness recognizes greatness. Giving a standing ovation to the Warriors. But did Bulls fans even know greatness anymore? Well, yes. like, I feel like we No, have, no, no. I'm, yes. just saying, I'm just saying because, like... So speaking for Alex and I, we are twenty. You're gonna be twenty five in twenty five on Tuesday. We are yeah. going. It was so we're both me twenty five yeah. years old, and we basically both missed the Jordan era. John, we did. Here. I was I was alive and I John, watched. The John Jordan was Wars. watching the Jordan era, so I don't know if in but general it's like we've but we've been raised on it. We know the stories. We've seen the highlights. It's, it's like, like me and Walter Jordan. Payton. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's yeah, like I, I, I Walter know. Payton's my favorite running back. So, you know, did I ever see him? No, I never right. did. But that's right. about this thing. How much more sad is it that we were down ninety two to fifty, was it, at half? Well, right. Yeah. I mean it, yeah. it was yeah. getting it back was, to the point. Yeah, it was bad. It was pretty funny. We're sitting Kelly and I were sitting at dinner slash a drink. And yeah. I looked up, and I it was ninety two to fifty or forty five or whatever it was, and I thought the game was almost over. Right, it was bad. They almost scored forty five. <laughs> no, no it was about wow. half time. Yeah, 
We That's actually bad. played pretty good. We had a pretty good offensive or offensive half. I mean, fifty points yeah. in your first half. Oh, yeah, because they could bad. have scored seventy points a quarter if they yes. wanted to. They are incredible. I don't know if is that a testament to how good the offense is or how bad the Bulls defense. Oh, the Bulls it's defense is so or is it a combo? Bad. It's a combo. It's when you know with no uh, Chris it's a perfect Dunn and storm. no Laurie Markkinen, our oh. defense is like you could throw us three out there. We get the Warriors 10. five, and the Warriors are going to score like probably. I mean, they're going to score more than ninety two points. Yeah. They score about one hundred and seventy, yeah, one hundred eighty points. They, they'd but, get their yeah, yeah, and, and, get their and clearly as an ex athlete, I hate when people say that about my sport. But it, yeah. realistically, you're probably still. Right. Well, John, you'd probably have to take Durant because you've got the most height on us, and that's yeah, self yeah, you still shape. got about three. Feet. We're, getting, <laughs> we're getting off. <laughs> Offline, if we're I'd, I'd, about okay, so I'd probably here's, have here's to my try question. and handle Draymond. With, which with my go well. limited basketball knowledge, you guys are way ahead of me because since Michael Jordan era, I've watched limited basketball. I, I watched, sure. I watched, I watched a lot more college. What realistically do the Bulls need to do in the next? They're not contenders for, for a couple of years. You gotta so hope that in you the wait next three to five years, to max you have to sign right. Anthony well, so Davis. Next or, three to five years, what do they? What do they got to do? They got to sign Anthony Davis or Kyrie Irving. Uh, yeah, that, but I think it's one of those. I two. think Davis is I think more yes. gettable. And, and it's, it's kind of it's kind of similar to like how, how the Cubs are dealing with their offseason right now, where how you mm-hmm. feel like the every Cubs fan's like, oh, let's get Bryce Harper, like let's get. Let's get Bryce Harper. Yeah. That's gonna how yeah. with like not yet it hasn't happened, but Bulls fans are gonna slowly realize that our hopes for winning a championship in the next ten years kind of rely on us sin- signing Anthony Davis. Yeah, and I, I'm so glad you brought. And that we'll up see what I happens. I can't wait to go off about that in about ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. So you know, with that, with that, you know, us kind of transitioning yeah. into that, but we haven't even really said it yet. John, I've talked about it before. John used to be a pitcher in the major leagues he played for the Dodgers and you know a bunch of other teams but we're going to go into who would you rather give the major major contract to Bryce Harper or Manny Machado and we'll let uh, we'll let John start yeah all right well luckily I I have had a couple of beers so I can speak freely about this <laughs> um I, I, last time we were on the podcast I I, I, feel, I feel like I talked about how little I thought that Ryan Braun deserved the MVP the year that he got the MVP, and they right. didn't put it on That's... there. But uh, hopefully it sneaks on there this time. But I think they should pay neither of them. I don't think it's smart for the Cubs to spend that much but money. But in general. In general, who would I pay the money to? Absolutely Bryce Harper. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get more money, but he's a better player, and he's younger. Would I pay either of them? Absolutely not. Manny Machado makes more sense for the Cubs because he is a shortstop slash could. He's not, obviously. Javier Javier Baez is the best second baseman in baseball right now, and it's not close, I don't think. And that's me being a, 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 an unbiased fan of the game. Machado could play short, and he proved he could. He, his knock was defense, and he played very well defensively yeah. for the Dodgers. He proved if, he, if he's committed, yet that he will. He can play third, and his bat plays in the middle of the order for anybody in any league anywhere. However, is he worth what he's going to be paid? No. No, he's not. I would rather pay a pitcher. All right, so let me just, like, with the things that Machado did this postseason with the whole, like, on into first base, Completely. blatantly, like, maybe trying to step on guys' ankles. He actually think, cost them about two runs because of his antics. Yeah, I'm sure, but I'm talking more, like, 
strictly about him. Is it is it something that you think actually will affect his value this yes. season? You like genuinely it think that it'll lo- but but it not, won't it won't no it, 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 it will should not and it not like are two different things. No, like, it, will it will not. It will not. It will not because of how talented he is. It's it's the same as Hanley Ramirez. Hanley Ramirez is, is always got paid, and yeah. he was always an idiot. Sorry, Hanley, I played with you. But I'm sure Hanley Mirrors is going yeah, to I'm sure Han- <laughs> yeah. hey, if, if Hanley. Yeah, hey, hey. if we've got one listener, Hanley, it's Hanley Ramirez. Hanley, if you turn on the, the Great Chicago Rebuild right now, dude. We're talking mad Sorry, shit, dude, Hanley. but yeah. but yeah. He's not going to be happy. But I'll tell you what, there's a few guys on your team that didn't like you. <laughs> I'm not saying I was one because I didn't dislike you, but whatever, dude. Either way, air it out. He air is, it out. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is a TMZ more it. talented it. Hanley Ramirez. He's he's basically who uh, who who's the who's with uh, the Brewers? Uh, the 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 um, gosh dang it! Braun? No, no, no. The left fielder that was is now with he, he bounced around a little bit. It was uh, Carlos Gomez. Gomez. Carlos Gomez. Yeah. He's Carlos Gomez, but in the middle infield with a better eye. Uh, yeah, he he, he can yeah more like, more contact yeah. yeah Carlos yeah. Gomez is the ultimate. He's like I think he's out of the league yeah, now, and he, almost, and he was such a which is embarrassing because he may be one of the most talented people oh I've ever God. met in my he life. Was, I think he was top ten MVP voting a couple of years. Maybe. And I he know sh- he's and, an all star and he was in the home run derby. And he's an incredible yeah exactly incredible. However, that's Machado. Manny Machado yeah. is that guy. But you However, can't say that you think he's going to flame out after a few. No, years. no, no. He's a, he's going to be a way better player. Obviously, no. He, yeah. He's but I don't think anybody should have to pay what? what he's worth. Can Harper I, is. Go ahead, Alex. Sorry. He could. I mean, if he gets enough money, I'll tell you what. I was really high on Machado for a while. I actually thought the Sox. I thought he might be a good fit for the Sox. This postseason, up in my oatmeal if he they sign him. <laughs> right, like I I couldn't believe what I was seeing this postseason like I mean I knew he had some dirty tendencies and I knew he made some questionable plays you know sliding into Pedroia that, that has time. nothing to do with it it's, but it's... now it, but like I also think that if he gets a payday like a big enough payday he could be that kind of guy who ends up just sort of riding that out and sitting and on his heels and happens. saying I'm paid right because that's what I see him as and now he has a lot to goes I, and I, I, I have zero reservations hitter. sitting back and saying that he's going to be a absolute sandbagger I, I could absolutely see him next year let's say I mean I I don't know if the Cubs are going to go for Machado because I, I think well, they're neither go for nobody nobody uh, well, okay while we're on that the topic the number of dollars they're going to have to pay yeah. while we're on that it's topic David amount. Kaplan from NBC Sports Chicago this morning tweeted after talking with a handful of MLB sources this weekend I'm starting to believe more than ever the Cubs will not be a factor for Bryce Harper or Manny Machado the only way that changes is if Theo and Jed and Co are able to move serious money off the books which goes back to a point yep. that I've made so many times which yep. is why didn't you trade somebody Last year, two years ago. Why did you go for Darvish? Well, that's a whole other thing. But, but like, I mean, why didn't you trade Because the numbers made sense, and they thought that they saw... Okay, here's the deal. They thought that they saw something in Darvish and Shatwood that they missed on. You know, but you the said, numbers... You said Shatwood. Sorry, was it Shatwood or no, Shatwood? No, being funny. It's well, Chatwood, yeah, yes. He it sounded like he said S-H-A-T. Oh, yeah, his, his, he year, is his year was Shatwood. <laughs> but the numbers suggested that they got something for a better dollar amount that he, than he was actually worth. So I don't blame yeah. them for signing who they did. Actually made sense if it would have panned out. Here's the deal. Theo... Is the greatest GM 
No doubt. In the history of baseball, and no it's doubt. not close. No doubt. You, no, no, I don't think a lot of people can will re- refute that fact. I think that they saw something, and it just kind of backfired on them last year, and they still damn near. They were still damn. They good. were still so good. So, and my, my my whole point about that is that did they screw up by signing you, Darvish? No, because he got hurt after it. Yeah. And and he probably would have won. Uh, I think you games. can still say that they screwed up. I still think him. because I think there were warnings. I kind of yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. They rolled the dice. They rolled the dice yeah, on, on three guys that are band aids. That they said, okay, well, we're not, they're not all three of them get hurt, but they all all of them got all hurt. Did. You know, but and, and they mismanaged which, uh, which, which you put shame. squarely on Joe Madden's shoulders. I put a lot on Joe Madden. I do too. And, yeah. and the reason that we on the South Side dislike Chicago Cubs in general is not because of them and their and their and their trying to find the right words. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm being politically <laughs> yeah, correct because go. I work for the White yeah. Sox, mm-hmm. but we don't we don't dislike their team or their or their management or their players because we respect them, and I do. Personally, I love that. I, know. I love the line. We don't like them because we respect no. them. Okay, so totally. with that being said, with John working for the White Sox, which we haven't you now mentioned no. again, he's pitching coach for the rookie ball, Great Falls Voyagers team, Let's championship, talk about, Ch- Pioneer League I'm champion, sorry. yes, Pioneer League champion, rookie ball team rings. Which I'm getting that way. hardware, man. Which, why, by the way, just as somebody who's never been in a locker room of like a post championship, what what do you what's like the do you go into there and you're just like I'm gonna crush as many beers as I can immediately, or is it I'm gonna talk to people? What do you do? No, it's a actually it's a, it's an insane comment because it is so emotional. Uh, this, this is actually a real thing. I've been in a few championship locker rooms. Not 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 to not, just seriously <laughs> hey, not bragging. Right. Sure. Put it out there, seriously baby. not yeah, bragging. You, you know, but but. Uh, Couple few minor league championships, uh, college championships, whatever. A few rings in the trophy case. It is it's such an emotional time where where guys come in and they really just everybody's so overwhelmed with the fact that they've put in. It really is an accumulation of the work overall that everybody's put in, and everybody recognizes after all the criticism that they put in on their teammates and. And all, all the things that we look at and, and uh, analyze throughout the year, and we overanalyze things. But, but, but the emotion afterwards, realizing what everybody's put in, pours out. And it's not a, well, some people come in, and, well, we all come in and crush beers. But, <laughs> well, <laughs> but, and, but, but at the same time, we, we come in and we sit there and we talk to each other and be like, God bless. Like, look at what we just did and where we came from. And it's a goal it, accomplished. Honestly, the, the point you try to drive home before the, the championship games that, that yeah. ensue is look at what we've done and, and that's what you dwell on and that's what we dwell on after it happens mm-hmm. and when you have a really good group of guys yeah. that's what comes out after the victory it's it's not the um okay well yeah we deserved this no mm-hmm. it's it's no, the yeah. you look at each other and you say god damn we put in some effort and it paid off and there's tears <laughs> of joy there's blood everything services and it just is such an emotional time I mean, that's why you play sports exactly the reason you do that is because of that moment and it doesn't matter about there there was no there's no money involved at that that level i mean some of the guys get paid a lot some of them have been paid dollars on or or cents on the dollar but everybody's getting a ring i i I could i could go on about this for for hours but it is a big deal for for these guys and and me you know i mean I've, uh, I've I've been to the major leagues and I've been at, you know in, in independent ball and it 
Every, it doesn't change. No, I'm yeah, sure. It does not change. Every, yeah. every single little thing means that yeah. much. So yeah. it, it, was, it was awesome. So just to go back to kind of the White Sox sock real quick, talking about just free agents, I know that this, is, this has been a class that people have been talking about for a long time, and now that it's kind of here, it almost like it, it's kind of like it hasn't lived up to expectations because this is a, a class that people have been talking about for years now with, uh, you know, like we talked about Machado, Kershaw, but you also have... Or no, like I said, I didn't even mean to say Kershaw. I meant Machado and Harper. But you have Kershaw, who, by the way, I'm going to give you one minute. Mm-hmm. Kershaw signed yesterday, three years, ninety-three million. You, you used to be a team teammate of his. You know, p- pitch with him with the Dodgers. What just like quickly? Nothing, what nothing, do you think nothing about against that Kershaw, deal? but they overpaid for him. Yes, he earned his thirty million dollars a year, but he's there. He, that kind of sewered him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That, that team in general, and yeah, you know, no, no, no hate. At all, sure, no, them, no, absolutely. But they should not have paid him thirty, thirty-one million dollars a year because yes, he, yes, he deserves it. But He's no, they shouldn't have paid him that much. Getting older, mm-hmm. I don't know. And, well, and, and oh, god damn, like, we we talked about this last night with uh, with a few people saying, oh yes, he is. Um, on the back side of his of his prime even though he's only 30 31 years old because of the mileage he has in the league yes he knows how to pitch but you watch because he's he throws so much through the year he got hurt on the pit on his put away pitches this year it's down the stretch he got hurt on his on, yeah that, on, that hook was that's a good same. point it wasn't but he, he got hurt on the pitches that he usually puts guys away with and it and it starts showing up that uh it's it's not he, he needs either he makes an adjustment which i think he will He's not an idiot. This this guy is a an absolute, just a freaking prodigy. I'm telling you, if if anybody can figure out how to do it, it's it's Kershaw. And and I don't I don't mean that he doesn't deserve 31 million dollars a year because of him. If anybody deserves 31 million dollars a year, it's it's Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, right. He yeah. is the epitome of a person that deserves what he's earned. However, I would not have paid him that much money. Reminds me, Johan Santana. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a dynamite drop! Absolutely. They they stopped cutting. He started getting a little bit hurt. Absolutely correct. Minnesota said, "You know, man, you're starting to get hurt. You're starting to get hit a little bit more than usual." Mets sign him. What happens? And Minnesota got out of the right time. Yeah, he starts getting lit up, and then he gets hurt, and he's never back. And I mean, Johan Santana. Was the best pitcher in the league for crushed what, the White Sox. four or five years? He yeah, that the could White be a bias. The White Sox just kicked them. No, no, he, no, it's it not. Wasn't, it wasn't Cy just that. He didn't yeah. get the credit he I deserved. Believe, I, I mean, think I'm he sure. for about three years he was the best pitcher in the world for about three years, and yeah. nobody nobody recognized that. There there was a few other names out there at the time for teams that were better than the Twins. So Johan Santana had four straight seasons of two hundred and thirty five plus with, right, with right. the Twins. Yeah, and they were. I mean, they were bad. Well, well, no, they weren't. Bell- they were going to the playoffs. I mean, like they I'm were sorry, the he's division. a he's a two time Cy Young Award winner, right? Oh, my, I mean, him my, and Mauer. Yeah, were my like, biscuit with the Minnesota Twins. Okay, well, that that's an accomplishment, right? I mean, they and were, I will talk shit about the Twins as much as possible because right. I'm not a Twins. I Absolutely, but I mean, they were love Johan, love Jamie Carroll. But I, <laughs> I mean, but I, he was, right, I just saw he was third in MVP voting. Wow. Yeah, one year, and then I think he was like six. He, I mean, he Johan Santana just comes to mind when I think about that Kershaw yeah. sign. Best Venezuelan pitcher in the history of baseball, I think. Got to right. really quickly try to, since we, I love getting off track on baseball because sure. we have for a while, but to kind of go through just like what the White Sox offseason expectations are and, and just to kind of set the stage, I want to like name off a couple of free agents from each position that are kind of the, the big time uh, uh, free agents. So a catcher, we got Grandal. 
Wilson Ramos, Kurt Suzuki, Jonathan mm-hmm. Lucroy. Mm-hmm. First base, you got Steve Pierce, you know, World Series MVP, 36. You know, you're probably not doing that. Yeah. Matt Adams. Uh, mm-hmm. Second base, Jed Lowry, Ezreal Cabrera, Ian Kinsler, DJ LeMayhew, Brian Dozier, Daniel Murphy. Third base, Eduardo Escobar, Mustakis, Donaldson, Beltre. Shortstop, Machado. About it there. Left field, Brantley, Marwin Gonzalez, Curtis Granderson's, you know, an older one, Holiday, center field, AJ Pollock, mm-hmm. Adam Jones, right field, Harper, McCutcheon, Marcakis, who had a crazy good year for the Braves. Yeah, he did. DH, Nelson Cruz, pitchers, Corbin, Keichel, AJ Hap, or J, it's, I suppose it's like J Hap, Charlie Morton, Lance Lynn, CC Zabathia, I mean, so just in general, Alex, what, are the, what are the expectations about this? For Start the, off the because I'm I'm going to break down later. I think what makes a great team, but just what, what, what do you think is going to happen? Do you we think we're going to sign a big name? Oh, I I don't think we will. I think they're going to probably do their best. Andrew Miller also a relieved pitcher. Yeah, uh, David Robertson, Craig Kimbrell. I do love Andrew Miller. I mean, we I think I think relief pitching is is obviously something we need. I don't know if we're going to go out and sign a big one because I I still think we're at least a year or two away. You know, we were hoping about I think we talked about this at the beginning of the year. If we were competitive and if we shocked teams and people were and we had a run at the division, then maybe you start going after those big names. Where's Arenado? Is Arenado next year? Next year? I I mean, I personally would wait and back up the Brinks truck for him. I mean, like, I yes. think he is the kind of guy I went to a Cubs game this year and Cubs Rockies. Arenado hit two balls that landed like a couple of hours ago. I mean, they, <laughs> yeah. he, he single-handedly dismantled the Cubs and he had a bad postseason, whatever. Not to mention he's the best defensive third baseman yeah, I think I've ever right, seen. Right. And then, I yeah, mean, Brooks in the postseason, hitting is, hitting's hard in general. When you're seeing like three, four, five pitchers a game or more, it's hard to, it's just hard to get a rhythm. So I, I don't know. I would save your money for him. I think this next year you got to look at it as a year where you bring up Eloy, you bring up Robert. Let's see what these kids can do and kind of adjust our strategy that in that way. I mean, maybe you go for a catcher. I got an idea. I'm going to let John let you go first. Well, and interesting, Alex, I think you. I'll be I'll be honest. It was the most educated non-baseball actual anybody yeah. that's ever not played baseball in the in the past and and been in it. That was one of the more educated things I've ever heard anybody say Thank on you. that matter. Like honestly, God, I, I was fired Smart. up. Thank you. Yeah, no, that was very very good. I I think you're absolutely right. You don't pay for either of them. You don't pay for anybody this off season. You look at the guys that we have in the minor leagues, and I say we because yes, I'm part of the we. You uh, are the we. Yes, Eloy. Eloy is going to. He is an all star. He's just an all star waiting. Call here, two time MVP. This, I, I believe. I believe firmly, not just in the fact that he is uh, his his talent is otherworldly, and I think you got a kid in Kopech that is going to come back not this next year, but the year after that. And he's going to storm the league because he he will be still a rookie essentially, and mm-hmm. you still have yet to see Dylan Cease. So yeah, no kidding. Uh, and guys, when I when I gush about this kid, I gush appropriately because this kid is dominant. He's the one. I think what, what no, we, we all Kopech's the one. Yo, is he? Because I think Cease is head and shoulders a 
above Kopech. That's I, I same fastball, it. more repeatable, better off speed. Oh, and 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 for me, because I've worked with both of them briefly, obviously, but me and C, uh, Cease are a little bit correct. closer than Kopech, and Cease is under control. And we won't. We can get into that later, as far as and maybe in another podcast. As yeah, far as say, what we got to wrap what, this up. Yeah, exactly. But but in 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 my opinion, you wait and you pay Nolan Arenado. I believe you are absolutely correct, Alex. As far as going out and getting him, because we don't you don't pay big free agents until you're on the cusp, and right. we are not on the cusp. You you look at what's what makes you great: a catcher, great pitching staff, up the middle, shortstop. Second base, who knows? We're, we're still trying to find out a middle. I think Tim Anderson is the answer. I think we can go with the defensive center fielder as long as we have corner outfielders that can produce offensively. Eloy, who knows who's going to be in left field? But beyond that, I think there's a couple of pieces in the minor leagues, guys, that are going to come up. To real quick, for me to get in here, mm-hmm. you said something about a catcher. I know what you're going to say. Because you've already seen what I've been Googling. So yesterday, there was a report that JT Realmuto from Mm. the Marlins wants out of Miami. Who wouldn't want out of Miami? (laughs) Like, the the cockroaches that live in Miami want to get out of there. Oddly enough, I thought I was going to wow you guys with that name, but I think you are a... Logan? He has a couple couple of years left on his contract with the Marlins, but he was the best catcher offensively in baseball last year. I don't even need to give you specific numbers because the catcher position was disgusting. He wants out of Miami, so... I haven't heard it from anyone else. I, I know enough about Zach Collins, but like, why not? Zach package, Collins is not going to be a catcher. He's going to be a first Collins baseman. Zach Collins and like maybe another prospect or two, San Juan New Orleans for JT Realmuto, who is a young, he's 27 years old. He can command a pitching staff that is basically the same age as him, but like they're going to be younger and they're going to be coming into the league. And they're, yeah. this is a guy who. Yeah, he caught Jose Fernandez. I wish I could. But just, just, I've always said that we haven't had a good catcher since A.J. Brzezinski. I think that this is never going to happen just because I know the White Sox front office and I don't, I want to trust him, but I don't. I just, I just think that would be such a good move if they were able to move a couple, a couple of well, prospects for, you know, Zebby, Zebby Zavala. I understand that he's a good catcher too, but like, Package someone. Go get this guy. He's a know, good knowing Rick catcher. Hahn, Knowing Rick Hahn, I know him. I, I don't. I don't know him as well as I'd like to, and I, hopefully I will know him a little bit better here in the future. But he, he's a very, very smart baseball person. I think one of the one of the top, maybe five smartest baseball GMs in the game right now. And that's why you're going to start seeing the White Sox get better. I do believe that he knows that uh, the catcher is a huge, huge, huge position. Look at look at every you would know. World Series team. Look at the World Series teams. I mean, then again, though, the Red Yadier Sox, their, their weakest position was probably catcher. Yes. But then again, the, the Red Sox were so really was it? it doesn't matter. Okay, I, I, I'd love to say that, but I threw to Vasquez. That's true. I yep, played well, with him, and I thought he was one of the I, I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say that. No, but he was one of the best true. catchers that I've ever thrown to. Oh, as I'm, far I'm as talking more offensively. Plate, when you're talking like a guy who doesn't. No, no, no. It does, but that's the thing. Offense doesn't. That, Primary objective is defensively, where do you need to be strong? Catcher, shortstop, center field. Up the middle. We've talked about that in the past. If your catcher is great, your shortstop is great, and your center fielder is great defensively, you have a chance. And if you're because he can if you manage the pitching staff, look at Russ Martin. Look at look at Yadier Molina. Obviously he could hit. Look at Pudge Rodriguez. Look at look at all these great the greatest teams. 
all had a catcher that who knows if he could always hit. AJ Brzezinski wasn't. Well, I guess AJ. AJ wasn't AJ great. Hit, he, but he, yeah, he was known. as He was the, a a staff handler, and Roe yeah. always told him. You know, he was my favorite well, player that, growing but, up. Uh, Brzezinski still have his jersey. Thought about twelve. Either way, no, I don't. We won't. Yeah. This is enough for another podcast. But all right, we've got one last very important thing on the docket for tonight. And it's something that all three of us are passionate about. We yeah. all like chips. Who yeah. doesn't like eating chips? We do. Oh my god. Who doesn't like eating chips? I love eating chips. And guess what? I wasn't a big Dorito guy younger oh. in my life. Nice job touching the mic there, Alex. <laughs> oh, fucking sorry. <laughs> Alex just moved the mic around. Well, I guess I'll edit it. I'll edit that part Which out. Which is fine. It just shows, yeah. I mean, in the, in the, in the, the final, of the craft. The, yeah, the final product is going to prove yeah. Indicative of what just happened here yeah. for a Dorito fan of the but, genre hey, 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 that hey, is hey, going hey, to be hey, voted hey, for hey, by hey, Alex. No, it's not. Sorry. You don't no. even yes, know the is. format. Yes, it is. I do, of course. You know don't that. know the format. Oh, really? I don't because I know what you're going to ask. This is Nacho Cheese oh. Doritos versus Cool Ranch Doritos. And what the format of this is going to be is Alex is a Nacho Cheese. I sure am. John is a Cool Ranch. So. Each Logan is a nacho cheese guy. I'm, a nacho cheese. I'm not going to be in it. I'm not going to be in it. So, this is, so each contestant is going to get 40 seconds to argue their point. And, you know, if there's Start anybody listening, Alex. go ahead and, and tell us what you think. But we'll do rock, paper, scissors real quick of who goes first. Let's flip a coin. No, it's fine. No, no. no, no I'll, we don't have a coin. You, we'll, oh, we'll John's going first. John's I'll go going first. first. I'll go first. Okay. Go first. All right. I, 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 hold on. Your 40 seconds starts right no. I am not debating the fact that neither one of them, I don't think anybody loves either one. Maybe they do. I'm just saying that if a thousand votes were cast, I think that 600 of them go for Cool Ranch. Cool Ranch is a better chip. It may not be a great chip. It's just better than Nacho. Done? All oh, right. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't need more than 20 seconds. Yeah, okay, no, that's very fair. Only use 20 seconds. That's noted, but it doesn't matter. Alex, yeah. are you ready to go? I sure am. All right, Alex yeah. for nacho cheese in three, two, one, go. To uh, refute that point, about you know sixty percent of people, you know, millions of flies eat shit every day, and uh, that doesn't make shit good. I would say the nacho cheese chip is a classic. It's a stalwart. It is a pardon the phrase blue chip uh, oh. program. I guess but that would be, be red. Chip, yeah, that would be, that would be <laughs> ten a seconds. Red chip. Ten seconds. Uh, it, it's it's a stable of the chip of the chip community. S- community. Thank you. Keep stumbling um, over your words. And that's it. I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you. All right. So I well I you know I, I yeah you're, you're, I very you're kindly just, gave this conversation to two others. I'm a nacho cheese guy. You can think whatever you want. Well, think whatever I, you I, want. I, I, I'll touch I've never trashed nacho cheese. I didn't, I didn't trash Cool Ranch. Right. Exactly. I'm not but trying to trash. Alex okay. did, apparently. All right. All right. We're going to wrap, we're gonna <laughs> wrap this. Fly on shit. We're going to wrap this. And just to kind of tease it, we could in the future have a guest who was a World Series champion at one point with the White Sox. Hopefully we're going to do that in the future. We're working on it. But uh, in general, hopefully we'll be doing these every other week or so from now on. So we're excited about that. And uh, I'll thank Alex and John for for doing this. It's a pleasure. It's a lot of fun. Hey, bear down. Bear Bear down, down, guys. First place. First place. First place, bears. All right, have a good one.